0: Good day everybody this is Imar Sopertoot and we are happy to be joined by Kayla Kaiser from Georgia Tech Volleyball. Uh, Kayla it's been a while since we've spoken wanted to catch up with you as the team is going through a really good season uh, but thanks for joining us. Uh, how's the year been so far for the squad? The team has played very well coming off of consecutive sweeps over uh, Clemson and Duke. A impressions of the year for the Yellow Jackets.
1: Yeah, so this year, obviously, we've been doing really great. I think now that we're kind of a upperclassman-led team and we got a bunch of new faces coming in, working on that connection from the get-go, I think, has been really important for us. And it's pretty evident on the court that we have built that connection and we're really comfortable with playing with each other. As best friends, it just makes the team that much better and that much easier to win a game.
0: And how do you handle that personally? You're a senior on the team. You mentioned the upperclassmen. We've seen some new players like Bianca and Paola get more playing time as newcomers to the team. How have you, as a senior leader, captain, uh, handled that responsibility of keeping everyone together?
1: Yeah, so I think on this team, it's really important that we don't really focus on seniority or just giving the seniors the upper hand and just making sure that. We're here to play volleyball. We're in college. We're all in the same playing field. So even if they are a bit younger, they're totally experienced, and they've proven themselves that they're ready to play this game.
0: I remember last year, the team did a lot of first, or first things in a long time. Top half of the ACC, making the NCAA tournament. How is the team able to carry that success over into 2021? You're ranked 13th in the nation right now, competing for another ACC title. How has the team just continued to build off of that success in 2020?
1: Yeah, so last year getting a taste of all that goodness has really driven us and knowing that, you know, we dipped our foot in but now we're ready to dive into this season and knowing that we can do better and we can go further than we ever have. Just having that motivation of last year and bringing it into this year and really fighting for every point, every game.
0: Yeah, and speaking with uh, Coach Kyle Yeag quite often – it seems like it's a next matchup mentality. You don't look to the past or look too far towards the future. Is that how you stay grounded and avoid looking at rankings and maybe RPIs and things like that and the expectations that are now coming with the team?
1: Yeah, so right now, of course, just staying grounded and knowing that we can't control the past and we can't change the past and we do have a little bit of control over our future. So knowing that, Next point mentality, next play mentality, next game mentality, and using every single minute to build momentum for that next game.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to also go over with you just the the makeup of the team. As I said, we're looking at the start year, you saw some players play significant roles. Uh, Now, the implementation of some other players, uh, maybe a change in rotations. How does the team handle that as well? Where someone who maybe played a lot, maybe not getting much playing time or maybe the reverse, someone seeing more playing time. Uh, how does the team handle just the, the changes in a lineup in the middle of a season like that?
1: Yeah, so in practice every day, it's a battle, regardless. There's not one day off. There's not one easy drill. And so every day we see people prove themselves and getting that position. So knowing that they deserve it, like going in there and fighting hard and you know taking what we use in practice and applying it on the court It's all deserving and knowing that people, if we're winning, it doesn't matter who's on the court. Everybody, we're a team. We win together. We lose together.
0: Yeah. And we've spoken in the past, we've spoken for years now, which is uh, crazy to think about. Uh, In the past, the team has dropped some road matches against teams that on paper, you probably were better than, but you're undefeated so far this year and uh, been able to win those type of matches going to a, place like a Wake Forest and taking care of business or going to a Clemson, what's been a difference just in this year's team's approach, especially on the road, uh, taking care of business and those type of matches?
1: Yeah, so I've recently heard this phrase Katie George has used and it's a road warrior or a road warrior. So knowing that we have that decision, that flip of the coin, and we're going to be warriors on the road, knowing that any gym we step into with our group of girls, we can make that gym our house, no matter how far away we are from O'Keefe. So just knowing that we're just a group of six, trying to play another group of six on the other side, we're both trying to get to 25. So knowing that we know how to handle business, no matter what gym we're in.
0: Yeah. And what about just the the competitiveness of the ACC? You're from Louisville and they happen to be uh, you lost them earlier in the season, but they're ranked top five nationally. Pitt is as well. You took care of business there. You're moving your way up into the rankings. What, what have you seen just in the conference with volleyball that's just marked improvement from when you first got there, uh, including Louisville? I'm sure you're familiar with that program and you you know some of the players on that squad.
1: Yeah, so from my start at Georgia Tech, you know we weren't necessarily a top 25 team, a top 10 team. And we kind of use that as motivation for us and seeing that other ACC teams like Pitt and Louisville, they've been doing great. So we kind of look at them like, why can't we do that? But we can do that. So seeing them accomplish so many things that ACC hasn't necessarily done in the past um, has really motivated us to realize our potential and working on it and growing.
0: Yeah, and last thing on the court, you make that long road trip this weekend to Boston College and Syracuse. Uh, however the practice has been, how's preparation been going? Uh, I know you're just starting off, we're speaking earlier in the week than normal, but uh, how is that going, just getting ready for these next two road contests?
1: Yeah, so knowing that, um, what I was saying earlier, that there's no easy drill in practice and there's no easy practice. So regardless on who's that, on that other side, knowing that if we get our girls ready, we don't have to worry about us. We just need to focus on the other team and really pushing and learning what they do, um, their tendencies and video, and really working on that in practice every single day, just really working hard to beat that other team in mind.
0: Has that gotten more efficient or improved since you first started off at Georgia Tech, uh, looking at teams, scouting them, and being able to put that onto the court or execute When you're playing them, as opposed to your earlier years with the program?
1: Yeah, I think we've definitely seen a big difference and going into practice and honestly just pretending to be that other team on the other side and just really working against that six and pushing them to their biggest, their highest level. So using video and using our imitation of the other team, I think has really driven us to be one of the top teams.
0: All right, let's go off the court to end this. You've been very active on social media with the, I think, your Atlanta barstool athlete. Which I need to get an explanation of what that means. I kind of have an, have an idea, idea, but I'd like you elaborate on that. But I also see you promoted some fitness, uh, fitness gear, and initiatives there. How has this changed your approach as a collegiate athlete? This NIL, name, image, likeness, and being able to promote yourself and some products.
1: Yeah, it's been crazy. You know, I started off uh, specifically my TikTok just for fun to post some fun videos. And
0: I forgot TikTok, by the way. Yes, you're <laughs> very, you're probably, that's probably one of your most active, I think, accounts. I see you're very out there with that. You do a very good job with it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So just, you know, we had Anthony McClellan as our videographer and now Connor, and they have been, you know, pumping out content and on influencers. So that's where we can go grab videos and once I saw just a video of me, you know, hitting a ball down, I grabbed it, put it on TikTok and realized there was a huge volleyball community on TikTok. So I kind of got that praise from those videos like, "Hey, why not make something out of this?" And so kind of posting that content and realized you can grow a following if you focus on your niche and people out of the blue have contacted me saying, "Hey, we love your content and we know that you're an athlete and we know that you can be a big responsibility in promoting our athletic products, uh, getting the voice, getting the memo out there about our company. So reaching out to those companies have been really interesting because I never thought that this would actually be a thing where you can get monetization off of your social media when something started out as fun.
0: Yeah. And how have you balanced that out? And how has the team balanced that out as well? Do you work with the athletic department? Have you had to get legal advice and all those other things that you want to keep your eligibility, I'm sure, and but still be compensated fairly for your endeavors. How have you put that all together?
1: Yeah, so Georgia Tech has done a really great job with a program that they have. It's called the 404 Academy, where we jump on some meetings sometimes with our uh, staff and they really let us get in on all the info about what we can do, what we can't do, what we can promote and what we can't. And really finding that balance with a great community of people to support me, and not just doing it all on my own. So knowing that you know I have that group of people that I can ask questions and have comments about, and they can kind of guide me on my way.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned the Atlanta Barstool athlete, and I've seen they've made a big initiative. What does that entail? Is that making appearances? Do you participate in online initiatives, Donna? What does that? What do you do with with that? Company in that regard.
1: So as of right now, I still think they're in their beginning steps. So they posted about it. I think in July when NIL released, and I was like, "Why not?" Bart, like they're a big name in the industry, business and entertainment business. So it's like, why not hop on that and see what will come out of it? So as of right now, they sent some gear so we can represent, and I think potentially it can move into having sponsorships having like going out, having interviews and talking and making some appearances in places. So, yeah, as I said, I think they're still kind of in their first steps of creating the Barstool athlete. But as of right now, it's been pretty fun.
0: Yeah. And has it changed your future possibly with because uh, you're a senior and I I know if, don't know if you have an extra year or not, if you're registered with the with, COVID, with the pandemic and all the eligibilities. Uh, but has this really impacted maybe not only potentially staying at Georgia Tech, but your plans upon graduation?
1: Yeah. So I think I came to Atlanta and Georgia Tech knowing that this is an entertainment hub. So I've always kind of been on that pathway, but having these things that I can put on my resume, I think can really boost me in finding a potential job or even maybe just sticking with influencing and promoting products. Because if you get a pretty big company, the payout can be awesome. So just kind of building and not setting the stone in the future and keep working for what I initially was going to do uh, with media and stuff like that. So just, you know, going with the flow as of right now and seeing what I can do and see how it can help me in the future.
0: Well, Kayla, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it. And safe travels to Syracuse.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.